Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account, and it's titled, Am I the a-hole for insisting my son be invited to my daughter's wedding after he got drunk? groped her friends against their will and had to be tossed out of her engagement celebration. And I think the title says it all, but I'll give you this warning just in case. The story is going to contain sexual assault. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are down in the description and along the timeline below. I read it. I'm new here. And so I will try my best to format this in a comprehensive way. But apologies if I don't follow Reddit protocol exactly. So I... 56 female, I'm in a bit of a dilemma. My daughter, 26 female, is getting married this summer and my son, 28 male, was not invited. They have never really gotten along and recently they had a big disagreement. My daughter had an engagement party and my son got a bit drunk and got handsy with some of my daughter's friends, which they didn't like, and my daughter was furious at him for touching her friends. She kicked him out and I only found this out after the party was over. Flash forward to now, my son got a message from my daughter uninviting him to her wedding because of his behavior towards her friends. He was so upset and called me to tell me what she had said and to be honest, I think it's a shame that she feels so angry about it but I rang my daughter up and told her I will not be attending the wedding if my son can't come. I felt as though that what he did wasn't worthy of ruining family relationships as him not being invited to her wedding is a huge deal. He's always been a bit temperamental and he gets carried away with things, but he means well. My daughters called me and shouted at me saying that I was enabling his horrible behavior and even my fiance's mother called me to express her frustration with my decision. But I really don't think I'm in the wrong here. If their friends don't feel comfortable, shouldn't they be uninvited instead of her own brother? But am I the a-hole for insisting my son be invited to my daughter's wedding? And there was a couple of comments where OP responded. One said, OP, when your son ends up dead from his addiction or in jail because he likes to sexually assault people, please look in the mirror because you are the reason that it will happen. You should be agreeing with your daughter and trying to get your son help, not enabling his addiction and illegal behavior. OP says he is not an alcoholic. Someone responds this, and the fact that his mother has the audacity to act like it's the friend's problem for feeling uncomfortable, for being harassed, and they should be the ones to not attend. OP says, I'm not saying that it is their problem. I feel sympathetic towards them. I just think my daughter will regret not having her own brother at her wedding. Another commenter says, genuinely trying to help here. My aunt is in her 70s now. I was having a convo with her about family relationships. She insisted I reach out to a specific cousin and connect like you two used to. I told her thanks, but no thanks. I tried to deflect, but she pushed. I told her he touched me inappropriately when we were small, so I'm not comfortable with him around me or my kid. She asked why. I explained and told her what happened. She said, no big deal. So then I asked her, you have a 16-year-old granddaughter. 
How would you feel if your brother touched her like that? She gasped and said, I'd beat him up and throw him in jail. Okay, auntie, so how come I have to get over it, but you'd never let it happen to granddaughter? She then remembered her own grandfather. As a child, he apparently would take the kids, set them on his lap, and you all can guess from there. Auntie said she never saw grandpa after a while and never knew why. I helped her connect the dots. They kept him away from children because they knew he was dangerous, but they never told the kids or anyone what he did because reputation in town. So auntie and all her siblings had that happen and never got taught it was wrong. They had their trauma brushed under the rug and it took 60 plus years to finally figure it out. Your son sexually assaulted your daughter's friends. Just because sober him says sorry doesn't make it a genuine sorry. If he was really sorry, he wouldn't have called you to fix it. He would have accepted his fate and done better in the future. I know this is long, but I really hope it brings some perspective. Auntie also thought it was no big deal until the tables were turned. Then she realized how wrong she was. I hope you gain some insight as well, in a non-harsh way. Genuinely hope this helps a little. You are the arsehole, but learning could save everyone from future incidents. Best of luck. And Opie just responded, thank you for this. And I really do hope that Opie listens to those comments. That last paragraph from Opie in the, in the first part of the story says, shouldn't the friends be uninvited because they feel uncomfortable with being sexually assaulted? I mean, come on. And then giving your daughter an ultimatum about it saying, you won't be attending the wedding if son can't come. Again, after that comment where the other commenters shared their past history and Opie said, thank you for this. I hope this thank you for this was like a genuinely I'm listening to you here. But Kyrin continues and says there's a continuous strife between them throughout her life, straining their relationship by the way you've described it. Then he does something that you call handsy, but the law calls sexual assault and sexual harassment the way I understand it. She, as far as I view things, very justifiably asked him not to attend her wedding. Not just because of the issue you are downplaying, potentially super severely depending on how honest and open they are being with you about the real story, but because it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Your daughter is justified in choosing not to have someone at her wedding, regardless of the conditions around it. It's her wedding. She and the husband slash wife-to-be are the ones that get to choose who is there. Likewise, you are free to not attend, whatever your reasons may be. You can just not want to attend, and so you don't. That's up to you. But that choice does send a real message. This message is that you are misogynistic, willing to put your son ahead of her, and willing to permanently ruin your relationship with your daughter over your son's feelings. If that's okay with you, then by all means, stay this course. But absolutely and unequivocally, to me, you're the asshole. Dark Athlon says, you're the a-hole. Look at the words you use. He was a bit drunk, got handsy. He's always a bit temperamental, gets carried away. These are excuse words. You are making excuses for him, constantly trying to play down anything he does wrong. You are trying to make him sound sympathetic and yet he still sounds terrible. This sounds like he's been your favorite for a long time and every time he does something bad, you cover for him. You would be the asshole for ditching your own daughter's wedding. But frankly, I don't think it would be out of character for you. So OP first edits the post and says, okay, wow, this is getting lots of attention. I accept the consensus that I'm the asshole here. 
I guess I just didn't see what my son did as that bad because I had lots of things happen to me from family members and such and nobody made such a fuss over these things back in the day. But regardless, thank you for all of those who wrote in. And OP updates. Wow, hi. I don't think I've ever been slated more in my life, but I see why. Some comments really put things into perspective for me. Thank you to the ones who were gentle with me. Genuinely appreciate it. But anyway, a little explanation, I suppose. Where I'm from, we don't have an active feminist community at all. I won't get into the large of details of my own life as it doesn't justify what went down, but essentially, I suppose now I have to realize that I was groped by my grandfather for a majority of my childhood. I was always dismissive of that behavior. I suppose that is why I was so lenient with my son's behavior. It pains me to see so many people saying things that have been playing in my mind for years. I had hoped I hadn't completely failed as a parent, but I guess I have. I think I'm going to contact the girls and apologize for my son's behavior and apologize to my daughter. I mostly feel guilty for making this process stressful for her. We've always had a great relationship and I hope this doesn't break it. I think I will be getting my son into counseling and me into therapy as we evidently have serious character flaws. I'm not a bad person and I'm sorry if you believe that I am. Thank you for your attention. And another point that was going through my head and I know it's not the main thing here but in the original story when brother was complaining to mum that he was like uninvited from the wedding and he was trying to convince mum to get to be like re-invited to the wedding or whatever how does he feel comfortable after hearing his sister's friends don't feel comfortable around him because of what he'd done how would he feel comfortable attending a wedding like that just find that crazy but what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below let's move on to another story and our next story crosses from the am i the a-hole subreddit to entitled parents as well who we we haven't been there in a while from a throwaway account and just a warning before we do get into this one if you do want to skip it it does contain ableism and racism too it's titled am i the a-hole for refusing to leave the store with my dog i have an invisible disability a service dog she's a cardiac alert dog I bring her everywhere and it's been such a big quality of life difference for me. Yesterday I was in bulk foods buying some supplies and brought my dog with me. While I was buying candy, a girl nearby started crying. The mother walked over and started demanding that I leave the store immediately. I tried telling her that my dog was working and not a pet. She wasn't having it and didn't believe me because I was too young to have a medical condition. She said that regardless of whether or not my dog was an authentic working dog, Her child had autism and was terrified, so I had to leave immediately and wait until they were done shopping until I could come back inside. I refused and continued shopping. I simply went to another area of the store to get the rest of the stuff on my shopping list. The woman had to bring her child and leave the store because she was too scared. The entire time, she kept saying I should be ashamed of myself for scaring a child and refusing to leave. Edit. Yes, my dog was wearing a harness with patches on it to clearly identify it as a service dog and to not distract while she's working. And I just cover one comment from that Am I the A-hole post, which pretty much covers them all, who says, Fool me once, shame on you, says not the A-hole. And let me be abundantly clear. As an autistic and multiplied disabled adult, the only person who should have been ashamed in this situation was that mother. Like so bloody many autism mums was so busy being self-involved that she wasn't actually thinking about what's best for her daughter the moment her daughter got upset at seeing your dog the solution was to not insist that you leave but for them to leave not only because of the dog 
but because at that point, her daughter was overstimulated from fear and needed to be away from that entire situation. Staying in a noisy, busy store was the worst possible thing for that child. Even if you and your dog had left, it wouldn't have helped significantly. So to reassure you, you did absolutely nothing wrong. Not only were you in the right from an ethical, moral, and legal perspective, you weren't harming her autistic daughter. If her daughter was melting down, then that mother was the one being incredibly self-serving, trying to force the environment to adapt to her. Instead of taking her child out of the problematic environment, you did nothing wrong. You are not. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The A Hole. Around a month or so later, Opie moved over to the entitled parent subreddit and said, Karen called the cops on my service dog and accused me of being too young to be disabled again. So I saw the Karen with her child again, but this time in Walmart while I was grocery shopping. I made the mistake of ignoring my dog when she was alerting to my heart rate. I genuinely thought she wanted the sandwich I was eating. Boy, was I ever wrong. I ended up really dizzy and out of breath and had to sit down in the corner of the store while she was doing deep pressure therapy. I must have been on the floor for about 10 minutes. During that time, a staff member at Walmart came over to check on me and ask if I was all right. They gave me a free bottle of water as well, and I'm very appreciative of that. Anyways, while I was down, the same child saw me again from a distance and had another meltdown. The child's mum already explained to me last time that her daughter had autism. She was screaming and crying about my dog being there because she was terrified. I can understand why she may be scared because... My dog is by no means small. She's a 115 pounds female cane corso. Aside from alert and response, she's also trained for mobility assistance. Her breed isn't typically used as a service dog, but was a natural. I got her as a pet dog and she became the service dog I needed. She's 100% a good girl. The woman did not leave the store with her child that was having a meltdown. Instead, she had the audacity to call 911 on me. Eventually, the cops did show up and she kept shouting that I was faking having a disability because I was too young to actually be disabled again. That it was illegal for me to have my service dog anywhere near foods indoors and that people like me are the reason she had to suffer lockdowns. I am Asian. She said the least I could do is be considerate and stay home away from everyone and keep my dog at home where it belongs. My dog was very clearly vested with tags that says service dog. I showed the cops my medical note that I carry stating that I require a service dog. In the end, the manager banned the woman from coming to the local Walmart for a year. The cops only gave her a warning for wasting their time and escorted her off the property. And of course, I feel sorry for Opie in this situation for having to go through that. I also, I can't help but feel sorry for the child in this situation. 
the mum, like in that comment said we, we read in the last bit, instead of helping her daughter when she's getting overstimulated, she decides to just start shouting and creating a scene. I just, my palms on my forehead just thinking what is going through that person's head, but holy shit, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below, and let's move on to another story. And I saw this title on this next one from the Am I the A-Hole subreddit, and I thought, holy moly. It's from a throwaway account who says, Am I the A-Hole for selling a family heirloom to pay for my destination wedding? My fiancé, 38 female, and I, 39 male, are planning to get married this summer. We both want to have quite a lavish wedding at a winery in another state. The two of us agree that it's the most important occasion in our lives, so we should make it as memorable as possible. We both have stable jobs and a good amount of savings, but it's not quite enough for the admittedly ambitious plans we have in our heads. My father passed away in January, and in his will, he left me a very valuable, think five figures, family heirloom. I'm not much for big family traditions, so although it's a nice thing to have, I'm not massively attached to it. I have plenty of other good memories of my father, and I don't need a fancy heirloom to remember him by. My brother, 34 male, however, is a huge history nerd and is really, really attached to it. He was very upset by my father's decision in the will. The reason it went to me and not him is that this has been traditionally passed to the firstborns. My fiance and I don't plan to have children and I think he assumed therefore that he or his children would be in line to get it if I were to pass away. After some discussion, my wife-to-be and I decided that we would like to sell the heirloom to pay for our wedding. My brother, who is also my best man, was furious when he found out, and he said he wanted nothing to do with the wedding anymore. He thinks my wife-to-be and I are behaving like spoiled brats. In addition, he convinced my uncle and cousins not to come to the wedding either. With our parents having passed away, this means that virtually none of my family will attend the wedding, which I'm really upset about. I think since I legally inherited the heirloom, I can do what I want with it. I think he's just upset because I ruined his expectations of one day inheriting it. But since my uncle and cousins agree with him, enough that they're not coming to the wedding, I'm not sure I'm in the right. Am I the a-hole? Personally for me, I'm not someone who gets attached to heirlooms or anything like that. I don't particularly want any possessions or stuff. And everything we've gone through in the, in the last couple of years with my parents, you know, they had a lot of possessions and various bits of jewellery and stuff like that, which... Personally, I had no interest in, but I totally understood like my brothers and, and my nieces who, who did, who do value that kind of thing. They value the memories behind them. I'm not saying I don't value the memories behind them. I just, I don't know if it's weird, but I just don't, I don't really need them if, as such. I suppose they don't really need them either, but at the same time, I, I don't feel like I need to have them with me or anything like that. But I can definitely see where you'd be the asshole in this situation, in my opinion, is that if I did inherit something, you know, which, which, you know, I wouldn't protect, I wouldn't particularly want because of that's who I am. I, I wouldn't even think of selling it, especially something that you say in this post has been passed down for generations. Your brother sees huge importance to it. If I was in your shoes, I'd be passing that down to your brother. Whilst you're totally entitled to sell it, it's legally yours. I think that would make you the arsehole and potentially damaging your relationship with many of your family members over this at the same time. But Lizzie says you're the a-hole. You are being very selfish and short-sighted. 
and quotes, we both want to have quite a lavish wedding. And then says, and in your late 30s, you can't afford that without hocking something important to your family. Yikes. Pepper says, technically you can sell it because it's yours, but you're the a-hole for caring more about a ridiculously lavish wedding that will break the bank than you do for your relationship with your brother or your dad's tradition. If your dad had known that you were going to sell it, he would have left it to your brother. I hope your lavish wedding is worth it to you. Formula ZR says, you're the a-hole. While it's technically yours to do with what you want, I think you were being quite selfish knowing the whole story. End quotes. He thinks my wife-to-be and I are behaving like spoiled brats. Then says, your brother is correct. You want to sell something that your brother would treasure for a party. Edits. Also, the reason the uncle is upset is because he's in a similar position as your brother. It was passed down to your father. I'm going to bet the uncle is younger instead of him. Now to you. And because it means nothing to you. You treat as though it doesn't mean anything to anyone else. It was a family heirloom and you were just supposed to be the caretaker. Cannabis says you're the a-hole. If you sell the item, don't be surprised if it ruins your relationship with your brother forever. All for what? So you can brag about your wedding to your friends. Or looking at pictures that don't include anyone on your side of the family. No yogurt closet says yes, you're the a-hole. As soon as I read you have a brother, I realized how selfish and self-centered you are. You've been passed down through your family for generations, and while you don't care about traditions, your brother would have greatly appreciated it, and it's likely what your dad would have rather you had done with it. And if your marriage doesn't work out in the future, anything can happen. You'll be even a bigger ass for selling it. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below now before you do go i've had some people like in the comments before saying you know they don't like stories without an update etc and whilst i do totally understand that i personally love a story with an update as well and i try and cover as many as i can but i personally do love the am i the a-hole stories as well and other types of stories mixed in here and there and of course you know there's only so many updated stories out there that we can actually cover and i don't want to be like you know repeating stories etc etc unless they've got a new update of course and all that kind of thing i do however have a bank of stories that people have sent me through email and all that sort of stuff that i absolutely love but some of them require a bit of editing and turning into you know the reddit sort of style with a the gray black background and the same font and all that kind of thing so i've just got to get around to that and i'll be adding some of those soon as well but I just wanted to add that in there because some people have been saying, you know, they don't like the stories without the updates, which I totally do understand. There's a lot of people that do enjoy them at the same time. So it's a bit of a balance and act in some respects. But anyway, thank you so much for listening today, being involved in the stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. Thank you so, so much. I really do appreciate it. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see, we in despair, crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care. Uh, you just. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. 
Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 